0: Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt.
1: Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes.
0: If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify.
1: This week we'll be talking about expectations. Oh. All these expectations around. How will we survive? expectations are unfortunately around us all the time when we're growing up you know there's uh, certain expectations for well one us as kids by our parents there's expectations by our teachers there are expectations by siblings um expectations by grandparents uh, but in addition to those when you get older now there's expectations by your boss and by your friends and by still your parents usually um and then when you get a little bit older and you have kids, well now there's expectations for how you're going to take care of the kid and then the grandkid. So there's expectations all around us, and and it's hard because with all of these expectations, right? You're one, you're bound to let someone down, right? And you have to be okay with that, and we'll talk. We'll get a little bit into that. But two, you're also you're pulled in so many different directions, right? So if you can't meet someone's expectations, now you feel like you failed or you failed yourself or you failed them or, you know, whatever it is. And you start getting into your head about it and can cause a lot of mental angst and uh, start causing anxiety or other kinds of mental health issues. So a big one, like, um, you know, in my household, like growing up, a big one was grades, right? Like when you're obviously when you start school and you um, you know you're you're attending, um, you want to get good grades? Well, some parents have an expectation that you you can only get a pluses, right? Anything less than an A plus and you failed. and that's that's not true, right? An A is still a passing grade. It's actually a great grade. A B is still a passing grade and a great grade. A C is still a passing grade. Maybe not so great, but you've still passed. right? And sometimes Ds and Fs happen too. I mean, it happens, right? You had a bad week. You don't understand something, whatever it is. And the tough part about it is that when there's an expectation for you to get only A pluses, right? You start beating yourself up about it because you didn't get that A plus. And the less you got, the worse it is um and that that was always a thing for me right like i remember being in school and if i knew i didn't do too well on a test right and not doing too well um wasn't i got an f but if i knew i was going to get a b or something on one of my tests i would plan that i was i was a pretty clever kid at least i i thought i was pretty clever so anytime i knew that this was coming right and we would get all of our tests on fridays we would have to take it all home. There was like an envelope. It had to be signed by our parents or whatever guardians um, that they saw our grades. And then we'd have to take it back to school on Monday. Anytime I knew that this was going to happen, I would call my grandparents and I would go like, hey, can you guys pick me up on Friday? And usually the answer was yes. So I'd go to my grandparents' house on Fridays. I would give them the paperwork to sign and they would sign off on it. Because, they I mean, one, they didn't have the same expectation for me to to get only A pluses. Uh, and two, they didn't understand that much. I mean, they, you know, they didn't understand English very much. They also, and they knew I was a good student, but like they just, they didn't know what the grades meant. So I was like, hey, can you guys sign this? And they just signed it. And then, you know, I found a way around it. I found a little loophole. But I had to go through so much, so many steps, right? And like sort of like go around getting my grade seen just so. Just because I I didn't meet that expectation of getting an A plus, and so to me it was like, hey, like I failed uh, my my parents because I didn't get this A plus. Well, now I got to do something about it, and I gotta. I, I mean, I wasn't lying about it, but I gotta you know find a way around it, essentially. And so it, expectations can make you do some dumb, albeit clever stuff uh at least again i thought it was clever maybe (laughs) i'm sure uh, i'm sure my parents probably didn't and i don't think they still know to this day so hey kind of worked out
0: i'm not telling because the expectation is as your friend that i got your back homie ride or die baby what's up
1: (laughs) i do realize we're on a podcast and (laughs) at some point someone is gonna listen to this and go like oh hey you know what your son did (laughs)
0: Oh, I got a ton of those moments, um, <laughs> for sure, when I tell stories about... Well, maybe not so much on this, but, like, when I talk about shit I've done. Uh, like, what? That's not you? How dare you? Because their expectation of me is different than what I'm actually telling them, right? How dare they put expectations on me? How dare they?
1: Yeah, and I mean, exp- I'm not saying all expectations are bad, right? Like, there are, there are some things that, you know if you have a like you kind of said right if you have a friend you expect them to keep your secrets right or you expect them to um be there for you when shit gets tough right and like that's that's what a good friend is like they're gonna be there for you when things are tough because um if they call you themselves your friend and if they're not there at least to me that's sort of like well you know are they really your friend um so there are certain expectations that i think are okay and like when someone goes to school, I think there should definitely be an expectation that they should do well. But I think making the expectation a specific sort of grade or a specific score or any of that, it it causes problems one for the ch- for the kid, right? In this case, but also prob- cause problems for you because now you're like, um, or you may be like, how how why have I failed as a parent because my kid isn't getting A plus all the time. Um, and that kind of stays with you, right? Like, even to this day, whenever I'm doing anything, I want to be the very best at doing it.
0: And, like, I, I always That no I, one ever was. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, especially in Pokemon. But, no, I, I, like, you know, it's it, it, it stuck with me. And uh, although, like, I'm not as hard on myself, right? Like, you know, I can do some things well and I don't have to be the best at them i still strive to to sort of do it the best way possible um like a a recent example of that uh, i've been talking about like working on the house and stuff all the time is like the tile work that i'm doing right like I'll, i'll go to cut tile and if i'm off by a little bit i'm just like i'm so hard i'm just like no like how can i be off by you know like an eighth of an inch and like and an eighth of an inch, like, you can't even see an eighth of an inch. It's it, it's so minuscule, especially on tile. If you have it, like, all set up, an eighth of an inch means literally nothing. Um, But, yeah, so, like, I, that sort of stayed with me. And, like, I'll, I'll see that, and I'm like, no, like, how can I have done this? Like, I should have done better or whatever. And I'm like, dude, it's fine. It's an eighth of an inch. No one's going to see it. You'll be fine. You'll get over it um so yeah so th- these things stick with you and so i think especially when you're a kid like expectations put on your uh, sort of life altering in a way uh but even when you grow older i mean again like we said there's expectations at jobs there's expectations with friends um and some of them are completely reasonable but others i think are a little bit extreme
0: yeah this reminds me a lot of when we um we talked about boundaries, if you haven't listened to that episode, and how when you're setting expectations with others, it's very important to let them know what that expectation is, right? If you never communicate those needs and desires, it will not be returned because somebody may not know. And a lot of times we think that common sense is common, but it's really not, right? And when you're looking at expectations there's there's a lot because there's expectations that somebody puts on you there's expectations that you put on them there's expectations of yourself internally there's expectations that you have from your parents your family your friends from society right and i think a lot of what it boils down to is something that i learned years ago when i was working on um, like software right testing developing all stuff it's like when when i ask somebody for a bug or like an issue report, I would say, okay, list out the steps that you got to that, how you got to this issue, right? In the software. And then I would say, what is your expected outcome? And what is the actual outcome of those test steps? So if you say, well, I went to the gym for a week straight and I expected to look like the rock, your expectations a little bit off okay that takes years of hard work and dedication
1: now or, or steroids
0: well i didn't want to be the one no, to put I'm the just rock just on kidding, blast how, how dare you a shot how dare you right he's you know it's really tough as a kid because people you know i, I love the rock as a kid i used to watch a lot of wrestling and when it's like can you smell what the rock is cooking i'd always just silently go no i can't because i can't smell anything because <laughs> um, i have
1: oh, i'm sorry man you know, that sucks
0: yeah, bringing up bad memories, how dare you, but I'm not going to chastise you for it. Because again, the expectation is that we roast each other all the time, we have a good time. It's fine, right? Um, so it's like expectation goes with intent, everything else. But it's like, what is your expectation of that particular interaction with people, right? And when you're putting it on yourself, one thing um, that really stood out to me years ago when I was going to my therapist was I was doing this thing for work. And I had to, like, go to a different department. And somebody had asked me to, like, mail a package. Like, go to our shipping center and mail this for me. I don't know where our shipping center is. We have seven buildings, right? It's not even my task. He just was leaving for the weekend. He's like, can you go do it? Okay. So I was talking to her about the event. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't know where to go. I don't know who to drop it off to. I don't know where our shipping center is. All this stuff, right? And I was like... And also, like, they didn't give me tape. They didn't give me tape to to, to package it. And what does well... And wouldn't said, the shipping
1: well, center have tape?
0: They... They should, yeah. But it was just all this is one thing after another when you get in that cycle. I'm I'm not thinking logically, but I was talking to her about it and she said, well, this just happened it was the same day that that I was going to see her and I was seeing her in person pre-COVID and she's like, well, there's a Staples down the street. Why don't you just go pick up some packing tape? Yeah, you're going to pay three bucks for it. But like that way, you don't have to think about where am I going to get tape? Why did these assholes give me tape? Whatever, right? And I said to her, I said, well, that's the easy way out. And she said, what's wrong with taking the easy way out? And it, 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 one of this kind of deep dive conversation where I was like, no, I, I'm like, I'm like a man, I have to do what's hard and tough and, and wrong, right? I have to go fight these people for the, for my, for my tape. And I have to like do all this <laughs> stuff and whatever. Right. Cause that's the type of internal dialogue I was having with myself is I was like, I can't take the easy way. The easy way is for bitches. Cause that's what I was told constantly as a kid, right? Don't do the easy thing. Do the hard thing, you know? And then what you realize as an adult, and that's why, like in college, the cool thing was when I wanted to order, you know, some fruity drink, I was like, cool. And people are like, hey, what are you, a bitch, because you're drinking that drink? I'm like, no, but it's more enjoyable than the drink you're probably drinking, right? I've had the drinks you're drinking. Um, it's not that <laughs> enjoyable, right? But it's like, why do you care what I'm doing? And that's because they have their own expectations and then they project them onto other people and stuff, right? right. So, like, one of the, one of the, the, the things that always like boggles my mind about like anxiety and expectations and stuff. Right. And I, I wonder if you've been to this situation too, you're at a light. Uh, we're going to say in the U S so we're on the driver the right hand side of the road and you're going to make a right turn. Lights mm-hmm. red. Mm-hmm. You're going to make a right turn. And all of a sudden there's like three or four cars behind you. Don't you feel pressure to like go, <laughs> even though the light is red and you're like, technically I can make a protected turn, the but then you're like, well, there's a- there's a bush there in the way. Like, are there cars coming? Whatever. I feel like when, other people are watching and now it's not just me waiting it's like oh shit now what if this guy's gotta gotta get somewhere right it's almost like you put that expectation on yourself for no reason (laughs) do you Uh, you
1: ever do that no i mean the expectation is that there's a red light and you're in the right turn lane you're supposed to stop before the pedestrian crossing right you're supposed to inch forward a little bit stop again look for cars and if there aren't any cars you're supposed to go like, I get very irritated when I go to a red light behind someone and they wait till the green light.
0: Have you ever honked at anybody? No, I, I, well, hmm.
1: Mm, good question. Okay. I've, I've been honked I, at. Actually, I've no, been honked I, at I for not honked. going. No, I've no, been no, honked I, at. Yeah. I, I've honked too because. Were you behind me? Was, was this, Maybe, was this, six, it was this six
0: years ago? Were, were you at a, a, a Chevy Malibu? <laughs> yeah. That was me.
1: No, because, because the expectation is that, you know, a right turn is, um, unless it explicitly says that you can't make a right turn. Um, you know, you can legally make a right turn, right? And if there are no cars, right, then you should be making a right turn because you're now holding back traffic. So the thing is like, yeah, you're supposed to make a right turn. And sort of just any kind of driving-related expectations. The thing is when you do something that's unexpected, right, driving, it's a big problem. That's how a lot of accidents happen. Because what happens is, let's say you're waiting, let's say you're getting ready to make a left, right? And um, someone is is waiting to make a right, okay? If the light is green, the expectation is that the person that's making a right has the right of way, right? They should be making the right. Now, if the person making the right is like, oh, like, let me let this guy go, whatever, like, they're trying to be nice, right? They're doing something unexpected. And the problem with doing something that's unexpected is now someone else that was maybe a pedestrian that was trying to cross or something else, um, they don't know that that's going to happen, right? Their expectation is people are going to follow the rules. So the person is going to make a right first, and then the person on the left, as long as it's open, they're going to make the left. So now you, you completely, you're doing something unexpected. You're doing something outside of everyone's expectations, and you're throwing some unknowns into into driving it's kind of similar when people um like when a pedestrian right and i've done this sometimes too when um I'm, i'm gonna cross maybe a street at a stop sign and a car is there and it's my right of way to go and sometimes i'll like i won't go and i'll like tell people to go like i'll let the car go along the thing is like yes i'm trying to be nice but if there's other people waiting right imagine if i'm walking the same way there's a car that's going the same way that i was supposed to walk and now I tell the other guy, hey, like you can go, like I'll wait. The car that's over here, his expectation is that you're gonna cross because you're right of way. The car that's waiting is gonna wait till you're done crossing. So he stops at the stop sign. He's like, all right, this guy's crossing, I can go. You start, he starts going. You told this guy trying to be nice, hey, you can go. Now this guy starts moving. They don't see each other, they crash, right? Because you added some, uh, you added a variable some unexpectedness to a very expected um uh situation interesting so that's why they tell you that's why they like a lot of people will say like uh traffic people like you know safety traffic safety monitors and like all that stuff they'll always say if it's your right of way you should go like don't try to be nice don't try to be the nice guy because you instill unexpectedness into a situation and because you did that now traffic accidents may occur
0: yeah traffic kind of makes sense right but like when we're talking about the protected right turn i was always told like you you can go if it's safe but you don't have to go right and especially like some some streets around here like are very curvy so like i'm like looking like "Eh, is there a bush is there a car whatever but like the dumb thing was like because in the situation where like i think somebody honked at me or whatever I was like, all right, dude, I'm going to fucking take my time. I'm not going until it's green and it's three seconds after. What the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> you know, like, why are you being a piece of shit? Like, I'm inching forward trying to figure it out, right? And, like, you know, so... Well, no, if you're moving,
1: just- movie, like, I'll never honk at someone that's, like, actually trying to do it, right? And you're right. Making a protected right turn, I don't think, like... I don't think well, you're messing with... You're adding anything unexpected. It's just people, you know know that it's a legal right turn and they're probably like well why isn't this guy moving because he can legally move especially if there's no cars
0: right now i don't like it when two people are in the same lane especially because we have pretty wide lanes in in california and um like let's say i'm gonna go straight but i know somebody might turn right right so i always pull up to the left of the uh, line so that they can squeeze in and move over Right. Like I hate it when somebody parks like or like not parks, but like is in like the middle of the lane and they're going straight and they don't let people make a right turn. Right. You know what I mean? Like, things like that, right? So like but it's also like, well, maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't see it. Like maybe nobody's ever told them, right? So it, it's such a tough conversation when you're talking about expectations because every single situation you could be like, Well, I never thought about it that way. What do you mean? So like yeah. what what I was thinking about like making a left turn, right? Is I'm like, well, if I'm making a left turn, you know, I always use my blinkers anyways, but I was like, well, why don't we have a signal for making a U-turn, right? Why isn't there like a left turn blinker and then a, a U-turn blinker to let everybody know I'm making a U-turn? And I was like, well, really, it's if I don't have my left turn signal on, you know I'm making a U-turn.
1: No, you have my to have left your turn signal on. on
0: no, nobody ever fucking does in California,
1: but like- I always turn on my signals.
0: But like what I stopped, I stopped doing it if I'm making a U-turn. If I'm making a left, I have the left on. If I'm making a U-turn at the left light, I don't turn it on because it's like I'm not going left; I'm going U-turn. There should there should be a third signal. But I One... was I was thinking if mm. it would work. But that's the best thing: like if everybody knew that was the expectation,
1: right? If everyone knew because, that would make because, sense. Because like how
0: that's... many times are you making a left turn and the, and somebody like makes a right and you're like, dude, you have to stop for them, right? Because I'm I'm allowed to do whatever I want making a left, but someone's like, oh, this guy's making a, a full left. I'm gonna basically stop on a red and make a right so now like you're gonna go and then you almost cause an accident because i'm making a u-turn right it's like it's tough because in that moment you're making a decision and like there is no like 100 rule right it's not black and white of like of you have to have this signal and you have to do this you have to do this so like it, like uh, imagine like the conversation we're having about just traffic lights which is pretty straightforward right now extrapolate that to like like what we were talking about earlier, Relationships like. Relationships and all you kinds of other shit. Pluses, yep. Right? You have to do this. You have to do this. Um and what was kind of crazy, I I saw this tweet um and somebody was t- talking about the movie um Shang-Chi, and they said that the most unrealistic part of it was when uh one of the parents said, I'm proud of you. <laughs> because in like Asian American households, like the, the stereotype, right, is that they're like very strict and you have to get good grades and all this stuff, right? And I was like, damn. And like a lot of my, my Asian friends were just like, "Ah, I totally relate to this and whatever. And I was like, fuck. So like the expectation of it being like, you must get good grades. You must achieve this level. But that level is sometimes unattainable, right? It's unattainable to work. You know, if if your boss demands that you work 60 hours in a week, right? One week you're, you have to get this project out, whatever, right? You get it done. You work 60 hours. Cool. If it's every week, you're going to get burnout so fast.
1: Well, but here's the thing. If, if you applied for a job and I as your manager said hey, the expectation here is that you're going to work 60 hours a week. Right? So I've put that expectation out there and you knowing my expectation you get hired on and then you you start complaining that you're working 60 hours a week. The thing is I've shared my expectations with you however high before you even got hired. So, so I feel like you should now know that that was my expectation from the beginning and if you wouldn't be able to meet it you shouldn't i mean to be fair my expectation for 60 hours a week is also just not <laughs> not a very good expectation right like if i'm gonna make someone work 60 hours a week i should probably be hiring someone else because um because there's more work than i have enough the number of employees um but as long as the expectation is out there and you both agree on to something that's one thing like if your parents sat down with you Right, when you started school and they're like hey my expectation for you is to get a pluses all the time and you were like yeah I don't know I don't know if that's gonna work for me right like I'll, I'm gonna try my best right like I'll try my best I'll try to get a pluses but you know I can maybe guarantee you that I'll at least get B's or whatever I'll pass but I'll at least get B's I feel like kids would be you know much uh they, they'd have much less stress about it because now they're like, hey, like my parents told me that this is their expectation. I shared what my, realistically, what like I think that I can do most of the time. And yeah, I'll shoot for that A plus, but like realistically, I mean, I'm probably gonna get B, A's and B's, right? Now you're kind of, you guys are uh, like leveling with each other. You guys are talking about your expectations and making sure you guys meet in the middle or like both of you, both of the expectations aligned. Your parents' expectation of you, your expectation for yourself. Um, so yeah, so I think it's it's important to have these conversations and to put it out there. And it's not just, just that. I mean, uh, in that situation, just any kind of situation, if you have an expectation for something, make it known. And don't be an asshole about it saying, no, this is the only way. This is my expectation. Like have a conversation about it. And like Matt was saying about um, you know like what he does with his coder is like what's the expected outcome what's the actual you know talk about that hey this is the expectation this is maybe the actual right maybe I said, hey my expectation was for you to get an A plus you come back from your test you got a B this is the actual now you're like, hey look expectation actual there's a gap if I as a kid want to get to that A plus then you as a parent have to give me some tutoring or whatever and if I don't, and my expectation is like hey like i only have enough time or this is the best i can do or i'm gonna try my best but you know B. I i can guarantee bees then like you has you as a parent have to like support that and like realize that maybe maybe english isn't their strong suit so they're gonna get bees in english
0: yeah have you ever um well, actually, you probably have done it, but I'll say, like, one of the ways that I explain this to, like, to teams as well is, um, have you ever done popcorn reading as a kid? Yes. You know what that is? Yeah. You know, where, so for anybody home listening, if you haven't done it, it's basically like you're reading a book in class or something, right? Which is a hell of a way for a teacher just to be like, I need a break. Like, hey, kids, read read a, read a book. Um, and one kid would start, read maybe a paragraph, two paragraphs, and they would say, so, like, I'd read it, and then I'd go popcorn a shot. And then a shot would then read, you know, a paragraph, two paragraphs whatever he feels like stopping and then he would popcorn to somebody else. And we just keep going around the room until we read the book, right?
1: Well, we we would usually just like go in order around the room. It wasn't, we wouldn't say popcorn, but like I would read a paragraph then the person behind me would read the next one and so on and so forth.
0: Okay, cool. So it still works with more structure, but what are the things that you need to do for that to be successful? Right? The first thing is you literally have to have the same expectation for where you're starting. Everybody in the class needs to know. If you're starting in the beginning of the book, great, pretty easy. Open page one, let's go. If you're starting on page 52 on the third line down, cool. Everybody needs to know where it is. But then what happens after is, okay, so then it popcorns to somebody else. And it popcorns to somebody else and somebody else and somebody else. And in like a shots case where it's ordered, you know, okay, when the person in front of me speaks, I have to follow along. But if you're just doing it randomly, um, you not only need to be on the same page to start, but you need to follow along with them. And I think that's where it's very important is that follow-up process with the expectations, right? If you are a parent and you're going to your kids and you're saying, look, I want you to get all A's. Well, first of all, why? Why is that the goal, right? Well, cause if you get all A's, you can get into a good school, you can do a good high school, you can do a good college, blah, 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 right? I want future you to be successful. Cool, I understand. I'm gonna get, I, I might get a B, right? All right, fair enough. Your kid comes home with a C. Well, why did you get a C? What's going on? Do you, like said, Do said, do you not like English? right? Or do you not like PE? Whatever it may be. Let's help you achieve those goals. Follow along together, keep track of the progress, and then make the adjustments where needed so that when you're both picking up this metaphorical book of expectations, you're always on the same page because that's where everybody gets confused is that mismatch between the two, right? I think I should go right in a protected right. Somebody says no. Right, even when I was like spouting out my idea about like, what if I just don't have my blinker on? Am I making a U turn? I shot was making these funny faces, like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, well, we need to have conversations because what do I do in this moment, right? You, what if I go the wrong way? You always need to
1: have your blinker on if you're making a left, even if it's a U turn. You're still making a left first. A U turn is just a left that you keep yeah, going it's, it's, a little bit a more. It's a long
0: left. Yeah, it's a long left. Yeah, you just keep. <laughs> well, going. it's kind of a short left. It's a short left with a with a straightaway.
1: Well, let me let, okay let, let me tell you the reasoning behind why you should have your blinker on because I as someone who's coming. From the opposite side, opposing traffic, right? I'm coming at you. You're coming I see you head on. I'm
0: I'm I'm specifically talking about a protected left, so like where you have a green light, left the green light though. Not not a yield. I would never do that on a fucking yield.
1: Okay. Well regardless of what kind of left turn you're making. Even if you have a green light, it doesn't matter. If you have a green light, right? Well I guess okay, out of green light I guess it doesn't really matter as much. But the reason you have your blinker on is to show opposing traffic. that you are planning on going across their line, across their, their, their lane of traffic, across their path of travel. Regardless of whether that's a, a left turn, a U-turn, a 360-degree turn, right? Whatever it is, you're planning on going across. And they need to know that from the opposite side. Now, if there's a green light for you to make a left, I guess it doesn't matter as much. But it it still might, right? And the reason it might matter is because if I'm on the opposite side and I'm making a right turn, right, I'm making a protected right, or uh, actually usually if your light is, uh, if you have a protected left, then usually I have a protected right too, right? My right green, my green light for turning right is usually on at the same time. It is at some intersections, some intersections yeah, have your left and my but right. But that's
0: only where you cannot make a U-turn when you're making the left turn. Like if you have a no U-turn sign, then the protected right turns on for them.
1: Right. Well, I'm talking about opposing traffic, not not perpendicular, but parallel.
0: Yeah, but if you have a protected gr- green left, you would never have opposing traffic at the same time obviously that's why no, they do they it's yield. just
1: they have big enough lanes right they have multiple lanes so that the people making a right will always go into the far right lane and the people making the left will always go into the left lane well we have that here in la where if i'm making uh, okay. a protected okay. left someone from the opposing side can make a protected right and both lights are green for us the thing is for right them, right yeah. but
0: but that's because you cannot make a u-turn on your left
1: uh again i'm talking about opposing not perpendicular if that makes sense opposing
0: oh not yeah yeah yeah. Perpendicular. yeah 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 like yeah like usually both left left green lights are on at the same time yeah
1: left and right anyway it doesn't matter i'm just saying you're you're telling the traffic from the other side that you're going across their lane and that's for them to know um but anyway i think we're getting too far into traffic um <laughs> But yeah, you're right. There are different expectations. I think people do need to have the same expectation and then to follow up so that they're on the same page.
0: Yeah, and have these type of conversations where you're hash I'm I'm about to get out a whiteboard and be like, "What do <laughs> you what, wait, wait, parallel, which way? Like which way are you like show I'll me the street." It out for like, you. Let, me, let me let me pull up like Google Maps and look at the street design, you know what I mean? Because um it's tough, right? Even communicating over just just words, it's tough to be, wait. You mean this way or this way? Oh, wait, they're coming right. They're coming left, right? And this is something simple as like fucking following <laughs> your desired outcome and, and not getting into a car accident, right? It's it's much tougher when it comes to the expectations you're setting for yourself. And and oh, he's got his whiteboard out. Here we go. And I right. think um, I I think part of it, real quick, is just like what is the goal? So, like the goal, then expectation, then adjust. Okay.
1: All right, so so you're here, right? And you're trying to make a left turn, okay? Okay. All right. Now, there's opposing traffic coming from this side, right? They're trying to make a right turn. And as long as there's more than two lanes here, both this guy's light is green and this guy's light is green as well. What you were talking about is this one. When there's traffic coming this way trying to make it. Yeah, a but
0: that doesn't happen when there's a protected left light.
1: And but this one does happen. It shouldn't. This one doesn't. It, this one, if there's a protected left, this one is usually red.
0: Because the opposing traffic, if they're both green, then there's no protected left. It's a yield. Technically, they can no, go no, if they want. No, no.
1: Like, it's a green only for right turns. You have a protected left, and they have a protected right.
0: Interesting. But then... Yeah it wouldn't matter because you each go into your own lanes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: But that is possible. Yeah. But in well, this case, but, I mean, what happens
1: is if you don't turn on your blinker and this guy's coming, he doesn't realize they're trying to make a left and he might merge and then maybe like switch lanes right after he merges and hit you because you were facing that way, but your blinker wasn't on. so Maybe he thought you were just waiting at the light instead. Of well, yeah, there.
0: but like in this in this example that you drew up, if I don't have my blinker on, I'm making a U-turn.
1: Right, but that's what I'm saying. For this guy that's over here, if you don't have your blinker on, he doesn't know what you're doing. He thinks you're stopped. Because if you were making a left or a U-turn or doing for anything. Which
0: guy? Guy, we're gonna have to cut this out for <laughs> the guy making the right <laughs> or the guy making the straight. Nah, no, leave it
1: in there. It's funny.
0: I, I mean, anyway, I guess, yeah. It, I mean, I, f- I feel like you need to post a picture of your, your visualization. <laughs> I'll post um, a picture
1: later. Anyway, go, go go back to the episode. Expectations. See, like in this case. Um, I think the expectation is different than what Matt thinks it is. Um, And I don't know which one of us is right. So we have to probably go and check some uh, some traffic laws and then figure out what the actual expectation is and then make sure that every other driver in the world knows the same expectation so that when we're driving, we know it.
0: Fuck that. It's the 21st century. Let's do a Twitter poll. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm sure there is an actual, like, this conversation has probably come up before and somebody said like, oh, this is what you're supposed to do and everything, right? But again, like just because that information is out there, it doesn't mean that the expectation is set for everybody. And, um, you know, that's where like, I don't know, you just have that miscommunication even with like simple stuff with friends, right? Like we were discussing before about um, like showing up at different times to events, right? Well, if you expect to show up an hour late to my party, that's cool if I know, right? Then I'll tell you six so you get there by seven. Yep. But then if somebody's like, I expect, like, you know that you're expecting them at the exact time, like they come on time all the time. Well, then you got to tell them seven instead of six. So it's kind of like, like when people invite me to stuff now, I'm just like, what time do you want me to be there? What do you, I, I, I was talking about this with my coworkers where like, that's a pet peeve of mine. Or when people invite me to shit, it's like, just give me the who, what, when, where, how, why. Give me all of it and then I can determine whether or not I can go. It's like, cool. What do you want to do? Where? When is it? And you don't have to really tell me why. I kind of can figure that out for myself. Um, you know, how are we getting there or like how am I getting there, right? Because that just matters if it's like, hey, we're going to take this trip to like Colombia, right? Cool. Are we – how are we – you know, obviously that's that's my plane. But, you know, if it's something local, like how are we all getting there? Um, those uh, types you're of things. driving so
1: yourself and I'm driving myself.
0: Well, yeah, for us, yeah. But sometimes, you know, it's like if, if we're going up to the mountains, it's like, am I driving to you? And then you're driving or you drive, you know what I mean? There's like, whatever. You don't have to get too detailed with it. But essentially, it's like, it helps me understand. Because I'm going to ask the questions anyways. So people just tell me, like, I have the expectation of it. Because I've run into this before where somebody's like, oh, do you want to meet at this restaurant? I'm like, yeah, cool. And then they're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at the fucking restaurant. And they're like, well, why, why are you where are you? It was like, I'm at the yard house by my house. No, I meant the one in this city over here that's closer to me. You didn't say that. You just said, let's meet up at the yard house. This is the one we always go to. It's like, this is the one I drove to, right? So miscommunications, like uh, that's actually just more of a funny story than it is a bad story, but they happen all the time because people don't set that expectation of like, what are you doing, where you're going? And if you feel nervous about it, start doing it with simple things, right? Like, like I had a, um, I had a buddy that I was getting food with a while ago, and, you know, we uh, we went through the fast food line, like Taco Bell or something, and he, like, pulled up, said, like, let me get two tacos. The guy's like, okay, cool, and he just drove forward, and I was like, bro, if, if you're in my car, or I was, I mean, he was driving, so, like, technically, it was his car, but I was like, if you're with me, you got to say please and thank you, man, like, be respectful for people, right? That's the expectation I want you as a friend, as a person, and then the next time we went out, I, and I was driving but he did that where he's just like, oh, you know, thank you for the food. Oh, can I please get two tacos? Cool. Yeah, that's it. You know, whatever. Because my expectation is like when you're around another person, you show them respect and you treat them that way. Right. Especially if they're working a job like a fast food where like the job probably sucks. um, Right. And it's a tough job overall. People are dicks to you. So like, I want to be nice to them. But that's also the expectation I have for myself and for others. But if I didn't communicate that to him, yeah, he should technically be a good person. But it's like, I have no right to be like, how dare you talk to them that way? Because I never told him, right? And I guess nobody ever told him because he didn't have that expectation.
1: Right. No, I completely agree. Um, again, I think moral of this this episode, let's come up with a better way of saying that, takeaways for this episode. Make sure, sucks. <laughs> no, make sure you set your expectations. Make sure they're realistic. Make sure you follow up on them and adjust if you need to. And make sure that other people know know the expectation as well. Share them, right? That's the biggest thing. Uh, And don't be so hard on yourself, right? You can have your own expectations, but you have to realize that other people may not have the same expectations as you and they may act in a different way. So adjust, adjust your own expectations as well for yourself. And with that... Thank you all very much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you guys on Thursday.